Welcome to Electric Liberty Land here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. What is up, my sex Cadillacs? Welcome to a bonus solo ELL feed special. Yes, I did tell you these would be forthcoming. They're not going to be as long as the regular episodes, but it gives you a little something next for your uh, for your day, something nice that you can show to your wife when you get home or husband or whatever your relationship might be. But just be like, look, honey, I found this. It's like bringing a puppy home. Who doesn't love a good puppy? I'm the puppy. And this is the solo feed puppy. Congratulations. So if you're not uh, subscribed to the Lions Liberty Pride, by the way, I'm going live with this. I'm going to try to go with all of these extra episodes live to the Pride so you can watch along and join in the fun. Maybe have a, a throw a comment my way. But you could join patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty or lionsofliberty.locals and you'll get in our uh, secret Facebook Pride group where I am doing this right now. But there's a story that I saw, and this is like a couple of weeks old now. I don't know how many people saw it. I didn't really see it get widely reported on, but one of my favorite films in the world. Fight Club, right? By Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk's a good writer. Crazy. I read the book, right? The book Fight Club. It was good. But oddly enough, the only time in my life where the movie was better than the book was with Fight Club. The movie was so perfect, so well casted, so well written. I had no idea until the very end. And spoiler, if you don't know already, Tyler Durden is in fact Ed Norton's character and uh, Brad Pitt's character. They're the same person. Basically split personalities. And whenever one goes to sleep, the other one's awake. And they talk to each other hallucinogenic style throughout the movie. It's very interesting, very anti-government. And I mean, there's really so many scenes in that movie where they're, you know, striking back against corporate America, which, you know, as capitalists, we don't necessarily say that all corporations should be burned to the ground. But when it comes to crony capitalism, well, hell yeah, man. Fighting back against the machine, the man, the way of life. You know, I remember watching Fight Club. God, in college, I must have watched it falling asleep drunk no fewer than 50 times. It was my go-to film. I'd always throw it up there and I'd fall asleep watching it, right? And it really stuck with me, especially one phrase, you know, there's one moment where I think it's Ed Norton's character, but he's expressing what Tyler Durden said, which is, once you lose everything, you're free to do anything, right? And I think this holds pretty pertinently in our current environment. I think that it's interesting in that so many people during COVID have had everything ripped away, right? Their house, their job, their ability to make money, their ability to travel, their ability to see loved ones. All of this was stripped away from them. So these people now are in this Tyler Durden moment, right? Where they are at their bottom. They've hit rock bottom and now they are free to do anything. But when you're free to do anything, you also realize that there's so many things, the trappings of life that you don't really need. Not only that, but you may not need the trappings of government, what the government's been handing you. You might not need the civil uh, society that's been built up around you. You're free to think outside the box. Now, Let's turn our attention not only to our own government and its censorship of anything outside of the box, or as Tom Woods would say, the 3.5 card of permitted uh, opinion. But let's turn to China, because that's where this story unfolds. Now, China notoriously has quite a bit of influence on the American film industry. They have routinely demanded that films be altered, be changed. You'll notice every movie coming out 
What did I say, Mark? Three by five? You're the dummy. Well, whatever. What did I say? Eight by 11? <laughs> Maybe the card's getting bigger. So they will routinely say that you have to change the script. They'll, they'll have to take out any criticism of the Chinese government. You can't even have it. Like the, the new Top Gun, right? Originally in Top Gun, uh, Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, had a Taiwan patch on his leather jacket. In the new one, that's gone, replaced by a generic symbol because China cannot allow a picture of Taiwan or a patch of Taiwan to go on the main screen lest it you know, incite a revolt among the uh, countrymen where they say, you know, Taiwan should be its own country. So that's just one example. But you'll see every movie now just happens to have a Chinese physicist in it or a Chinese scientist or a Chinese whatever the fuck. Every movie, even when it doesn't make any goddamn sense, every movie has a Chinese person in it because it is a multi-billion dollar market. They kowtow to it. And the government, especially under Xi Jinping, really cracks down, right? They're, they're so overbearing in their censorship that they're even going through, and for older movies, which I'm guessing Fight Club was not released in China at the time, probably just was flat out rejected, but now has worked its way through to streaming platforms, specifically, specifically, excuse me, one called Tencent. Now, the story I was reading is talking about how the Chinese release was changed, and I am fascinated and not surprised, but fascinated to read how it was changed because it's the laziest, cheesiest, and most retardedly stupid uh, changing of an ending I've ever seen in my life. Now, the original Fight Club ending, very memorable, right? The whole build, the whole movie pretty much builds up to Tyler Durden getting this cadre of revolutionaries, of radicals, you know, training them to basically do whatever he said, but convincing them that they're fighting against the man, the government, the credit card companies were to blame because everybody's trapped in these lifestyles they don't need. But they're basically complacent sheep because credit's easy to get. You'll go into debt. You'll buy a nice crap for your apartment and you don't realize what's going on around you. You don't live. You don't experience life because you're too focused on the minutia and of buying the next nice thing, right? Good point. So he convinces his group to go and take out the biggest credit card companies, right? That's the end goal is to bring down all of these massive credit companies to end the debt. Because if you get rid of the debt, you get rid of credit card, well, then you can start afresh, right? You can start anew. I mean, like we're always calling for end the Fed, right? This is a similar concept in that you want to get rid of that source of free money, of cheap money that is not really tied to anything that is under, you know, basically undercutting society. So in the real movie, they go... Ed Norton's character tries to stop Tyler Durden from, from going through this act because he thinks it's just a bridge too far, but he fails. He thinks he succeeds, but he fails. The end of the movie with the beautiful Pixie song, Where Is My Mind? The major towers fall down, crumbling to the ground, right? And you see boom, boom, boom throughout the city. All these major credit card towers crash and burn. That's the real ending. In the Chinese version, that ending was stopped. Right, you don't even get to see the buildings come down. I think you probably see, and I'm just looking at a, a screen grab. You probably see Ed Norton's character shoot himself in the face, which is how he kills Tyler Durden, or metaphorically at least. And then you see the buildings, but it just ended. Right, ends, and instead they flash to a black screen. And I will read you verbatim what the Chinese ending is. It says through the clue provided by Tyler. The police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb from exploding. <laughs> After the trial, Tyler was sent to lunatic asylum, receiving psychological treatment. 
He was discharged from the hospital in 2012. <laughs> that's that is the ending of the movie. If you're Chinese, that's your ending of the movie. Because you couldn't have, if you're the Chinese government, obviously, no criminals can outthink the might, the power of the Chinese police. No terrorist acts can take place in China because they are all seeing, all knowing, all encompassing, right? And nor would they want to have anything happen, right? Because all the Chinese people, according to China, are very happy, very complacent. Everything's great. The world's a beautiful, wonderful place. Everybody is completely satisfied with their government, which is, of course, on the up and up and in no way corrupt or overbearing. So why would they even want to have these attacks? But if they did happen, naturally, Tyler, being the good citizen he is, would tip off the police. The police would get there in time and arrest not some of the criminals, all of the criminals. And then he goes to a psychiatric hospital. But of course, unlike some of the Uyghur camps, or at least the rumors we've heard about what goes in there, unlike the Uyghur camps, Tyler isn't just put away forever and, and you know beaten and has his head shaved and, and everything else. Instead, he's released fully rehabilitated and healed because of the magic of Chinese psychiatric doctors. What a beautiful, wonderful world it must be. But I just, I mean... I thought they'd at least be more clever about it. Like in other films they're referencing, they said in Iron Man 3, a Chinese doctor came in and saved Tony Stark's life. Like they'll subtly splice it in or they'll change a little bit or they'll take a scene out here and there, but they won't blatantly just put an end card on there that is 100% diametrically opposite of the actual ending. And this story didn't know if the producers allowed it, right? If they said, okay, yeah, fine, do it. If the Chinese government just did it, that wouldn't surprise me at all. They just said, nope, if you want to put it out there, fine, but put this on the end. Uh, we don't know. I'm sure Chuck Palahniuk didn't go along with it, but it just is brazen. It's almost impressively brazen because it's just, they really do not give a damn. They couldn't care less about even pretending that this is somehow in line with the, with the movie, pretending to respect people's intellects and logic and being like, what the fuck? This is how a Hollywood writer ended it with a, with a card that just drops down out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, well, the funny thing is too. Sorry, I'm a little getting a little horse. I worked out today. That's why I'm getting to uh, getting this stuff late today. But the funny thing is too, you know, we looked at China and the story I'm reading is in the New York post. And obviously China is blatant in its censorship. Obviously this is a very clear cut example, but it's not as though America doesn't meddle in the entertainment industry as well. Granted, nothing to this extent, right? There's, you can, you can have a film about assassinating a president and, and they'll allow you to make that. But the way in which America influences our media is more subversive in what gets made in how it's showcased. And I don't mean they, they don't so much kibosh films, but they will put money behind films that are portraying FBI agents, CIA agents in a positive light, the NSA, whatever it might be. There, you can find money trails that show just how engaged they are in trying to tell these heroic stories, just like the Chinese do, of American quote-unquote heroes doing only the right thing. I mean, there's a reason why when the FBI <clears throat> is assailed for completely just dropping the ball on the FISA courts for, for just pushing through these warrants that have zero basis and getting you know rubber stamped in the FISA courts, there's a reason why people can't believe that the FBI would do that. 
it's the X Files. It's FBI, you know, whatever criminal intent. It's it's the uh, it's all the cop shows you see. It's all of the CIA, you know, Jack Reacher or whatever the fuck shows you see out there. These things are in fact supported by government money. Many times they are more than happy to have CIA and FBI agents come in and weigh in and show them how they do all the things that they are. I mean, there's an obvious incentive for them to build up trust in these institutions when it just shouldn't be there. It, it, there's nothing to warn it. I mean, we know if there was a real-to-life FBI show on TV right now, they would be inventing terrorist conspiracies, basically grooming people online like fucking pervo-pedophiles do, you know, finding kids, impressionable youngsters online, grooming them to become terrorists, and then encouraging them and supplying them with all of the goods that they need to become terrorists. Something that's clearly entrapment, as if these kids would be able to find these these bomb making kits at home, you know, oh yeah. Oh, C4, that's easy to come by. Oh yeah. Yeah. You want to make a, a homegrown fertilizer bomb and all this Oh, that's easy to do on your own. No words. Clearly they're getting a lot of help, but then the FBI crows about, you know, we defused 16 terrorist uh, attacks last year. And then we have the counter report that comes out or actually the factual report come out. You have the FBI head sitting on there. Or actually, was it the FBI now? It was some general who reviewed all the info. Just said, no, no, no. The NSA spying, all these things, they, they no real legitimate threats have been diffused that we didn't plan and, and help coordinate. So, of course, the government has to continue to push these myths, these lies that are perpetrated happily by Hollywood because they get money and they know that the people will, will gladly line up to watch this dumb shit. Like, I don't know who, I don't know a single person who watches any of the CSI shows. I don't know anybody who watches 911. I don't know anybody who watches even the medical shows, but millions of people supposedly are watching these shows and they are the ones that are going out. And when we say, look, there's no way the Russians hacked the Democrat server, but you have, oh, well, the, but the CIA uh, said it was. Oh, okay. Well, let's believe them. Let's believe the organization that's responsible for lying us into wars, for planning evidence everywhere, for killing people abroad. Let's believe them because. We've been taught this myth that the CIA is our best defense. We, you know, was it Jack Ryan? Is that the other one that's like uh, Tom Clancy? I think it's Jack Ryan. Because Jack Ryan is out there doing the finest work in American history. Well, we have to presume that everybody out there is a Jack Ryan, that everybody out there is a Fox Mulder fighting against the government to protect Americans' best interests. When in truth, the exact opposite is true. So while we laugh at China, let's not forget that we are not so different, the Chinese and I. All right, that's going to do it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the quick extra bonus episode here on the ELL solo feed. And again, if you want to hear this, if you want to watch it live with me and get it early, you can go to patreon.com forward slash lions of liberty or lions of liberty.locals. We're also going to be doing our bonus uh, LILDL for the main Lions of Liberty network feed, but uh, we're going to release that early as well for patrons. So, Get on, get on, get on. All right, guys. Hope you have a wonderful, enjoyable, fantastic, and boner or uh, big vagina filled weekend. All right, toodles. Toodles.